Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf uh, Ayin Gimel, Daf 73 of Masechta Psachim. What can I tell you about Daf 73? <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's thorough. We got, you know, we got to work through it. Um, I don't think it's like going to be quite as substantial as yesterday, but, but you, 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 you do have to sort of be focused, the shtickle. And we <clears throat> begin the daf talking about what happens when you, right, if you, if you slaughter korban Pesach on Shabbos for people that are unable to eat it. So we said in the Mishnah that you'll be chayav korban chata. So we start off um, discussing that sugya. We then get into the sugya of Mekalkal Bachabura, which is really a sugya from Mesech the Shabbos. Um, and then we get into this um uh, I guess complex sugya of Ba'i Akira. We mentioned it yesterday a little bit as well. Um, in terms of when you have one kind of a korban and then it sort of morphs into another kind of a korban, can that happen um, automatically? Or do you specifically have to have intention to change the type of a korban? And that will really take us to the end of the daf, which is also the end of the sixth parak of Mesechta Psachim. Tomorrow we will beginning the seventh, we will be beginning the seventh parak, which is, um, pretty exciting. We're really, Moving along over here in Mesechta Psachim. So now we're on Dafayin Gimel, three lines from the top. So the Mishnah had said that if it's uh, if Pesach is Erev Shabbos, and um, so you shechten the carbon. What 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 did I just say? If Pesach is if Erev Pesach is on Shabbos, and now you shechten the carbon Pesach. So if you shecht it. For people who are unable to eat the carbon Pesach, right? Let's say um, they're sick or whatever. Zakin v'chole. So then you would be chayav a korban chatas. Now the Gemara says obviously you'd be chayav a korban chatas. Pshita kevin dehosim pasul achah chayav. No, we said in Talmud Nishchat we said earlier that if you shecht a korban Pesach for people who are unable to eat it, so then it's a pasul korban Pesach, and therefore if it's a pasul korban Pesach, well then you'd be chayav a korban chatas for slaughtering it on Shabbos, right? Everyone agrees, right? Makes sense. So, Mishum Datana Sefer, Pater Tanaresha Chayev. Okay, so the Gemara wants to sort of give an answer and say, well, because if we keep on reading in the Mishnah, it says that if you shech the korban Pesach for people who are unable to eat it, but also for people who are able to eat it, so then you'd be Pater. So that's why it also says that if you slaughter the korban Pesach for people who are unable to eat it alone, you'll be chayav a korban chatas, but to which the Gemara says, but that's also obvious, because we said also, we're, you know, in the same place where we said that if you slaughter korban Pesach for people who are unable to eat it, you will be chayav a korban chatas. We also said, no, it, it will be possible. We also said that if you slaughter korban Pesach for a group that's comprised of people who are unable to eat it, but also people who are able to eat it. So it will be a kosher, Korban Pesach. And therefore, over here, um, where it's Shabbos, if it's a kosher, Korban Pesach, you're not going to be chayv, you're, you're going to be potter. So this is also obvious. How come we needed the Mishnah to tell us that if you slaughter a Korban Pesach on Shabbos for a group of people comprised of people who are able to eat it and unable to eat it, you'll be potter. That's obvious. It's a kosher, Korban Pesach. Eli Ella. I did the Tana Shachato Shalo Dishmo Bishabis Tananami Shalola Ochlab. So the Gemara answers that 
the reason why the Mishnah had to mention Shalola Ochlav, even though it's really not necessary, because we know if it's entirely Shalola Ochlav, you can be Chayav a Korban Chatas. We know if it's a group of Ochlav and Shalola Ochlav, you'll be Potter. The reason why we mentioned the whole Ochlav thing is because uh, we wanted to teach in the Mishnah the first part of the Mishnah, which was that if you shecht the Korban Pesach, Shalola Shmo, and whether it's a Pesach Shalola Shmo or, or Shlom Shashachtu Lashem Pesach, that, that all sugya. So then we also mentioned the Ochlav Vishalola Ochlav, Vigufalamali. But even that, how come the Mishnah had to teach us the whole Lishma thing? Kailu, same logic. If we already know that if you Shachtu Korban Pesach, Shalola Shma, so it's going to be possible. So then, Mimela on Shabbos will be Chayav Korban Chatos. So, Mishum de Kabay Lifluge, Rabbi Yezav, Rabbi Yeshua. Well, it's because the Mishnah wanted to get into the details of the machlokas between Rabbi Yeshua and Rabbi Eliezer. That is why we mentioned it here in the context of Shabbos. Okay. Very, very beautiful stuff. Amle Rufuna Bachinina Levrei says Rufuna Bachinina to his son Kiazas Lakamid Rabzrika. When you go before Rabzrika, Boimine ask him, mm-hmm. So according to the Manda Omer, who says in Mesech Tashabbos, the Makako Bachabura, that if you destroy something, right, if you make a chabura, if you make a, 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 an animal, I guess anybody, bleed, but there's no positive spin to the bleeding, it's just negative, well then you're putter because you didn't do any positive activity. Well then, well, then when we say that if you slaughter a korban Pesach, for people who are unable to eat it, so you can be chayv a korban chatas, why? What benefit, what positive spin is there to this situation? You slaughtered a korban Pesach, for a bunch of people who are unable to eat it, it's possible. Why are you chayv a korban chatas? What positive value did you bring? The positive value is that, well, even if you slaughtered that korban Pesach, and it's possible, because it's Shalala Ochlav, the, the Emurin, the parts of the Korban Pesach that would go on the Mizbeach, they stay on the Mizbeach. You don't have to take them off. And therefore, you know, even though the Korban Pesach is possible, there was still the, the positive value of the Emurin that went on the Mizbeach. Okay? Shachtov Nimtzabamum Chayev Matikin. Okay? And what about, though, in the case where if you slaughtered the Korban Pesach and then it turns out that it had a blemish, a blemish that would make it unfit. And we say that you have a korban chatas because you should have you should have inspected it first. What positive value is there to that? Because a korban that has a balmum, a korban that has a mum, a blemish, doesn't the imurin do not go on the mizbeach? Well, tikin bedokin shabayin vali bedarbikiva the amrim alulu yerdu. Well, the positive value would be if the blemish that we're talking about has to do with um, some blemish in the eye. That this particular blemish in the eye, I think it's the eyelid. Um, so, I think it, the, right, that was specifically the whole story in Masech the Gittin with the uh, Corbin that they brought. Uh, it was part of the whole scheme to to create a headache. But anyways, this type of mum in the Dokin Shabbayin is, um, according to Rabbi Akiva, if this animal that had this particular type of blemish in the eye went on the Mizbeach, you would leave it there. So, therefore, if there was a blemish, if the blemish that we're talking about in the Korban Pesach 
was Dokin Shabayin. So we're going to say it, Yechayv Korban Chatas, because you should have checked it out in advance. And the added value is that according to Bikiva, you would leave it on the Mizbeach. Okay? The Amor. Shachtov Nimsa Trefa Besaysa Potter. So we say that if you slaughter the Korban Pesach, and it turns out to be a Trefa. Right? It was going to die within 12 months. So if that Trefa, if that, if that issue that was going to cause it, um, to die within 12 months was hidden, there was no way to have known that externally, so then you're potter. But but if it's something that you could have noticed on your own, I don't know, maybe it had like a big wound or something like that, and it was clear that it wasn't going to last a year. So then if you slaughter the Korban Pesach, that has this big wound, or you know, it's a trefa begalui, so then you will be chayev a Korban Chatas if you slaughter this Korban Pesach. But matikin, what value did you add? So tikin lo simide nevela. The positive value that you added is that now it won't be a nevela, which is interesting. Of course, we know from earlier Gemaras that a nevela, an animal that died by some means other than shrita, is an avatuma. It'll be mitameodim, the kalim. So with the positive value here when you shech this trefa is that at least even though you can't put it on the mezbeach and you can't eat it or anything like that it won't be a nevela it won't be mitame and that's the positive value that you add here by shechting a trefa okay and that's why you be chayav a korban chatas for shechting a korban pesach that's a trefa on Shabbos maskifler avina avina asakasha hodetanya that which we learned in Abayi sashaychet chatas b'shabbos b'chutz la'azara Sounds pretty bad. Somebody who slaughters a korban chatas on Shabbos outside of the Beis Hamikdash or outside of the Azara for avodah zara, man, three strikes. You slaughtered a korban chatas on Shabbos, which you're not allowed to do, outside of the Azara, which you're not allowed to do, for avodah zara, which you're certainly not allowed to do. Chayv alei gimel chatos, you chayv three korban chatases. <clears throat> Why? Matikin. What added value is there over there? And points out Rashi that when you slaughter a Vodazara, so then the even the tuma doesn't go away. Meaning, so the tumas nevela isn't like a thing. It's gonna it's gonna be tummy. So what positive value add was there? So Amr Rav Avira Achai. So Avira says, well, at least at this point it won't be Avram and Achai. If a non-Jew uh, eats this animal that was slaughtered as a uh, uh, korban chatas outside of the Zara on Shabbos for Avodah Zara. So if a, a non-Jew eats that meat, it won't be considered like he violated the one of the seven mitzvahs of Aver Minachai. Okay? I guess the same would apply to a Jew as well. It wouldn't be Aver Well, no. The difference would of course be that Jews can't eat it. But can a non-Jew eat a korban that was shechted for Vodah Zara? I don't know, Mistamanat. But okay, at least, certainly at this point, Avram and Achai won't apply because this animal is pretty dead. Speaking about Avram and Achai, I'm just remembering that uh, discussion we had with our friend uh, Rib Jeffrey back on Daftzari of Masechta Shabbos. Good times. That was a long time ago already. That was a long time ago already. Well, Shachto Venod so, so, who could tell me what this is talking about? Because I don't know. Well, I better figure it out quick. 
Um, the Mishnah said that if you slaughter the Korban Pesach on Shabbos, and it's Arab Pesach, and, um, right, and then you find out that, that, you know, all the, uh, people in the group joined some other, the group disbanded, and you, they all joined some other group, and so now you have a Korban Pesach that doesn't have any group associated with it, so we say that the person who slaughtered it on Arab Pesach, on Shabbos is going to be Potter because, you know, he didn't know. Although we're going to see at the very end, actually, that there is an Ukimta where maybe if he knew, whatever it is, the assumption for now is he didn't know. The Shochet, Shechted, the Korban Pesach, and then it turns out that the group disbanded, so uh, he's going to be Potter. Now, here comes this new sugya of... Um, Ba'i Akira or Lo Ba'i Akira, that basically when a, you know, we, this has come up, uh, came up a little bit yesterday, but also it has come up a few times in different shapes and forms, which is like, for example, the Korban Pesach, so on any other day of the year is a Shlamim, right? So Mimele, if it's not Arab Pesach, so the animal that you set aside as a Korban Pesach becomes a Shlamim. So the question is, does it Ba'i Akira? Do you actually need to then sort of redesignate it as a Shlamim, or does it just kind of automatically become a shlamim, and, and this is kind of the sugya that we're going to get into now, although beginning within the context of an asham. So, Amr Vuna Amr Rav. It says, Vuna, in the name of his Rebbe, Rav, asham shenitak So if you have a korban asham, okay, fine, for whatever reason, maybe me'ila, whatever it is, you have a korban asham. Now, for whatever reason, you ended up bringing a different Korban Hashem. I don't know why. You had to bring one Korban Hashem. You set aside an animal to be your Korban Hashem. I don't know why, but you ended up setting aside an additional animal as a Korban Hashem and offering that second one. So what happens to the first one? So the answer is, what you do is, what you do is, you put it out to graze. You can't do anything with it. You already set it aside to be an Hashem. So you can't you can't eat it or anything like that. Um, and you can't designate it as some other Korban. It's basically stuck. So what you do is you let it go out and graze. Eventually you hope it'll get a mum. I guess you probably hope it'll get a mum quicker, sooner rather than later. And then once it gets a mum, so it will be, it can't be brought as, it wouldn't be able to be brought as a korban in any event. So at that point you can redeem it onto money. And then you can slaughter the animal. If it's now hulin, you can slaughter it and eat it or sell it or whatever. Now, what do you do with that money? So that money you take to the base of Mikdash and you can use it to purchase, you know, you basically donate it to the public funds that is used to purchase what's called an Olas Ketzam Mizbeach. A Korban Ola, basically you would always want to make sure that there was some animal being burned on the Mizbeach in the base of Mikdash. You don't want the Mizbeach to just be like sitting there unused. That wouldn't be very nice. Um, so, so we always want to make sure that there's some kind of animal burning Darton. So there is this fund for these olas that if, for whatever reason, there was no um, Corbin to be burned right now, they would use these funds to buy an animal and sacrifice it and burn it on the Mizbeach. That's what's called olas ketzam Mizbeach. So if you have this ashram that you had set aside to be your Corbin ashram, for whatever reason, you brought a different Corbin ashram. So this original one, you wait for it to get a mum. You could then, let's say, sell it, take the money, and use that. Donate it to Beis Mikdash. It'll be used to buy this Olas Ketzim Mizbeach. The case that we're talking about is, what if 
you had this ashram, but instead of sending it out to graze, whatever, you just slaughtered it. And you slaughtered it stam. You didn't have any specific intention. So initially it was this ashram. You ended up slaughtering it without any particular intention. We're going to see that Rav Huna says in the name of Rav that it'll work for an Ola Skates Mizbeach. You can offer it. You could just say, oh, okay, I shechted this Corbin. Let's use it as an Ola Skates Mizbeach. Because ultimately, what were you waiting for? You're going to let it graze. It was going to get a mum. You were going to sell it. The money was going to become an Ola Skates Mizbeach. So you basically just cut out a whole bunch of steps. You shechted the Corbin pest. You shechted this uh, Corbin Asham, which, you know, was already offered with a different animal, whatever. So says Rav Hun in the name of Rav, you could just use it for the Ola Skates Mizbeach cut out the middle steps and that would be acceptable. Now remember, he's shechting it stam. He didn't particularly necessarily even have intention that he was shechting this once upon a time shlamim. Did I say shlamim? I meant asham. Um, as in olas kates mizbeach. But we're just saying it nonetheless works for an olas kates mizbeach, which means that lo ba'i akira. He didn't have to have specific intention that I'm you know, changing this animal from an ashram to a Ola Skates it just kind of happens on its own. Once already, you offer a different animal for your ashram, so Mamela, the first one on its own, becomes an Ola Skates since that's ultimately where things are going. Now, Amr Funa Amrav says, Rafuna in the name of Rav, Ashram Shinitak Lir'iya. So if you have this Corbin ashram, that for whatever reason you had offered a, a different animal as an ashram instead, and you had already designated this one as an ashram, so you're kind of stuck. Shenitak So what you do is you have to send it out to go graze. Vishachatostam. But before allowing it to, before waiting for it to develop a blemish, you slaughter it, and not with any particular intention. You just slaughter this animal. Kasher la'ola you'd be allowed to use it for this Olas Ketz HaMizbeach because ultimately, what were you waiting for? For it to get a mum, then you would sell it, use the money, take the money, donate it to the base of Mikdash, they would use it for Olas Ketz HaMizbeach. So you basically cut out the middle steps. So we see that Rav apparently holds Akira that you don't need to actively change the animal from an Asham to a Olas Ketz HaMizbeach. It just kind of happens on its own and therefore when you slaughtered this animal without any particular intention, we say you can use it for Olas Ketzam Izbeach. If that's the case, Kiloni Nami. Well, if that's the case, then even if you didn't specifically send it out to go graze and get a mum before you slaughtered it, then still, I mean, once already you offer the other animal as your Asham. So Mamela, this one, that the, the best you can hope for is that it becomes an Olas Ketzam Izbeach. Why can't you immediately slaughter it? Stam, and then it'll become an olas ketzam mizbeach. Why do I have to first send it out specifically to go graze? So my answer is that's a good question. The answer is gezer lacha kapara atu lifne kapara that that technically speaking that should work because at this point it can no longer be an asham or anything else. All it can be is an olas ketzam mizbeach. So technically, yeah, even before sending it out, if you slaughtered it. Um, it could work as an Olas Ketz Mizbech, but we're concerned that if you slaughter the carbon before you send it out, then you might end up doing the same in a situation where you um, didn't get a kapara with a different animal. Meaning, because basically we're concerned about if you set aside an animal to be an Asham, and it's just waiting to be an Asham, and you didn't 
offer some other animals to Ashim, meaning this is supposed to be a Korban Ashim, we're concerned that you might end up slaughtering it with intention of some other animal, even in that case, which where certainly it's not allowed. So therefore, even in a case where you offered some other animal, and the Mimela, this first animal, um, is unusable for anything, and theoretically you should be able to slaughter it and use it as an Olas Ketzmizbeach, we say nonetheless, don't do that until you first sent it out to go graze, um, because we're concerned that in cases where you don't offer some other animals your ashram, and this one is supposed to be your ashram, we don't want you to end up slaughtering it for some other korban. Uminatema. And where do we see that this is like a thing, that we're concerned, that we make a gzera of la'achar kapara atu lifne kapara, right? Where you got kapara elsewhere. We're, we make a gzera because of cases where you didn't get a kapara elsewhere. The Tanan is we learn in a Mishnah Ashim Shemesu Bailab. If you have a Korban Ashim that its owners died, Ocean is Kapu Bailab, or for whatever reason the owners offered some other animal as an Ashim instead. So what do you do with this initial Ashim, with this initial animal that was designated as an Ashim? As we said, Yir Achi let it graze until it cuts a mum, Vimacher, and then you'll sell the animal, Vivludanam of Linadava, and then the money that you received for selling the animal. You will donate to the um, temple collection for these olas ketzamizbeachs. Rabbi Leizer Omer Yomus. Rabbi Leizer says no. It's like a korban chatas, right? A korban chatas. If uh, in the similar case you would have to kill it, right? If uh, a different korban chatas was offered instead, so then you would kill the original one. The same thing over here also with the ashram. That if you, for whatever reason, offered a different ashram, or as we see that if the owners, original owners, died. So then what do you do with the original animal? So you kill it. Rabbi Yeshua Omer Yimacher, Rabbi Yeshua says essentially very similar to the Tanakama, which is um, sell, right, let it go out and graze, and then uh, when it gets a mum, you sell it, um, and bring with the money that you get for selling it, a Corbin Ola, like an Ola skates on his back. Rashi points out that there's like technical differences between Rabbi Yeshua and the Tanakama, even though they seem to be saying the same thing. So we see that specifically with its money, you donate that to the base of Mikdash, but don't just go and slaughter the this Asham immediately. How come you're not, uh, you know, so if you have this Asham that let's say you brought a different animal instead, so what do you do with the original? So it says, Rabbi Yushua, you have to go, you have to let it graze, and yeah, and then it, when it gets a mum, you, you sell it and take the money, right? That whole process, don't immediately just shecht it because we're concerned that if you shecht it immediately, then you may end up also slaughtering other animals um, that should really just be brought as a korban. You might end up slaughtering it for some other korban and that would not be allowed. So therefore we say, at least let it go out and, and graze before slaughtering it. Okay, and now for the rest of the daf, and I guess technically the rest of the parak, we're going to be discussing this concept that Rob seems to be holding of, which is lo bai akira, that you had this korban asham, and you right, and then you offered some other korban asham instead. So now the original one, we're saying that if you sent it out to go graze, and then you slaughter it, stam, you just you just slaughter it. So it can be used as an ola. So even though you didn't specifically uproot this animal from being an asham and saying, I'm going to now shecht it as an ola, 
You just shechted it stam with no particular intention, and Mimele it became an ola. So we see that according to Rav, you don't need to uproot the animal from what it originally was, lo by akira. So now basically the rest of the daf, we're going to be going back and forth about lo by akira, by akira. How do we understand this? Right, so our Mishnah said that if you slaughter the carbon Pesach, and then it turns out that you know the, the group had abandoned the carbon Pesach. So we say that the person who slaughtered the carbon Pesach is going to be Potter because he didn't know that they abandoned the carbon Pesach at the time that he slaughtered it. Now Allah, now we learn, teach about this halacha. That Now, if this wasn't on Shabbos, if it was during the week, so what would you do? You would have to burn this Korban Pesach immediately. Meaning, the somebody slaughtered this Korban Pesach, and it turns out that the group disbanded, and there's no group for it. So the Korban Pesach is possible. So you have to burn it immediately. So I understand if you talk a hold by Akira, that you need to uproot the the na- the original type of Corbin, right? And therefore, what are basic basically what are our options over here? So you have this animal that was a Corbin Pesach and it had a group of people associated with it. Right? There were three options. Either the, the owners died or um the group disbanded or they became Tame. Let's just go with the group disbanding. So so you have this Corbin Pesach it was set aside as a Corbin Pesach, so it is a Corbin Pesach. Now the group disbanded. So it's no longer a, cor- a kosher Corbin Pesach. Now we know Mosar Pesach Kariv Shlom, right, as we've learned that Leftover Korban Pesachs can be offered as a Korban Shlom. So therefore, once the group disbanded, so Mistameh, this um, Korban Pesach now becomes a Korban Shlom. It's leftover Korban Pesach, it becomes a Shlom. Now, the question is, do you have to specifically make it now into a Korban Shlom, or does it on its own become a Korban Shlom? So from the fact that we're saying that if the group disbanded, if it was during the week, you would burn it immediately, well, why should you burn it immediately? If it's a Shlom, what's about the worst that could be? Well, you, since it was Erev Pesach, so it was already after the Korban Talmud Shobayin Arbayim. So, you know, maybe it's a problem, but it's not an inherent problem in the, you know, most of the animal. It would just be a, technic- a technical problem, in which case you wouldn't burn it. You would have what's called Ibrutsura that we've learned about in the past, that you would just kind of like let it hang out at the, you know, like the bottom of the Mizbeach or maybe if it's an animal somewhere else, but until the morning and then it becomes possible Lina and you would burn it then. Um, so from the fact that we're saying that you can burn it immediately because it's psulo begufo, because there's something inherently wrong with this animal, must mean that it's remaining a Korban Pesach. And because the group disbanded, it's a Korban Pesach that doesn't have any group for it. And therefore, it's a, it, it's a possible Korban Pesach. And the, an, the, 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 the animal itself becomes possible, and that's why you can burn it immediately. So if you say, Bayakira, so it remains a Pesach, and I understand why you'd burn it immediately. If you say, Lo Bayakira, so then, Memele, it should become a Shlamim. And therefore, why should you burn it immediately? You should have to wait until the next morning and let it become possible lina and then burn it then. Right? So, right, I understand if you say that you need an akira in order to make it a shlamim. So, high pesachu. So then, this korban remains a pesach. And since at this point there are no longer any owners, right? The, the group disbanded. Well, then that's a problem inherent in the animal itself. On the korban itself, and that's why you're going to burn it immediately. But if you say, like Rav was saying, that 
that Mimele, when the group disbands, it becomes a Shlomim. Well then, Miresha Avali Shlomim. Well then, immediately when they disbanded it, it automatically became a Shlomim. So, Psulim Mishumais. Then what's wrong with the situation right now? What's the problem with the fact that this Pesach that doesn't have any group was slaughtered? Mishum Dover Acher. It's for some other reason that would make it possible. Because at this point, it's a Shlomim. What's the problem with the Shlomim? Well, because the Korban Pesach is slaughtered, as we know, after the Korban Tamim Shobin Arbaim. Now, we know that Alea Hashlem is called a Korbanus Kulam, that you don't offer any Korbanus after the Tamim Shobin Arbaim, Pesach being an exception. So, because you you slaughtered this Korban Shlomim after the Korban Tamim Shobin Arbaim, so therefore, um, you know, it, it's a problem. But Ibertsura, but, but it's not inherent in the in, in the animal itself. It's more of a technicality, and therefore you should just have to let it hang out until the morning, let it become possibilina, and then and then and then burn it. Um, but from the fact that that that, that Ramamish burning it immediately means that it's a psul beguf, which means that it remains a korban pesach, which means low by, which means by akir. You'd have to specifically uproot pesach, the pesach from it and make it ashlam. Because the rule is that if the it's a psul haguf, if it's inherent in like the the the, the korban itself, so then you burn it immediately. But if the problem is related to the blood or related to the owners, which Tosfos asks, well, isn't by this pesach it related to the owners? Because after all, the owners disbanded. Whatever, we're not going to get into that. So then you, the, um, you just wait for it. Literally, it means for it to ch- sort of change the appearance of its face, but, um, uh, to change form, but it, it essentially means lina. You leave it off of the mizbeach overnight, it becomes possible lina, and you burn it the next day. So, we see that from the fact that we're, the, that, that we're saying that if you slaughtered this animal, and then it turns out that the, Group disbanded, and it was during the week. You would burn it immediately. It must mean that it's a psul beguf, beguf korban, and therefore, in order for that to be the case, it would have to be a pesach, not a shlam. Which means that it's still a pesach because boy akira. In order to make it a shlam, you'd have to mamish designate it as a shlam. So kosher So rather, let's go back to the statement of Rav Huna in the name of Rav. Don't say that if you have this asham, that the owners offered some other animals the asham instead. And then this initial asham, if you slaughter stam, it can be used as in olas ketzim as beach, which would imply that um, lobai akira, that just on its own it became in olas ketzim as beach, even though you didn't do anything. But we see from the fact that you burn the carbon pesach, that, right, right, that you burn this immediately burned this carbon pesach that the owners that the group disbanded. So we see by Akira. So therefore we're gonna say that by the case of the Asham, so don't say that you slaughtered it stam, rather say that you specifically slaughtered it in, for it to be a Olas Ketzmizbeach. And that is why it can be offered as an Olas Ketzmizbeach, because you uprooted the Shlam the Asham status and made it in all this case, status. Rather, let's say, if you specifically slaughtered this asham, within, you know, so that it will be in all this then it is kasher, amabai, akira. So we see that you specifically do have to uproot the initial status.
Who said in the Afsamachtal Roman Aleph, Nizukom and Pichabura of the Amre, that the um, group, right, that, that like the Chabura, the group of students who were learning, unanimously agreed and they said, that it's talking about where the owners were Tmeimes and this animal was going to be for Pesach Sheni. What are we talking about? If, if you could remember back 10 days, to ta, nearly 10 days, to the Afsamachtal Ramadalif. So it was going on the Mishnah where Rib Shimon said that if, right, that if you, during Kolamoid, if during the rest of the Chag, you slaughter a Korban Pesach with the intention of it being a Korban Pesach, right? Meaning Korban Pesach has to be offered on the 14th of Nisan. But if during the rest of Pesach, you slaughtered this animal that you had set aside to be a Korban Pesach as a Korban Pesach, and in addition, you have chametz at home, so you will not violate the prohibition of those sishchat al-chametz dam zivchi because this isn't shechita, because it's it's possible. You're not allowed to slaughter a Korban Pesach as a Korban Pesach on any day of the year other than the 14th. However, the Mishnah said that if you slaughter this animal that was your Korban Pesach as a Shlomim during the rest of Pesach and you have chametz at home, so you're going to be violating the love of Lo Sishchat al-Chametz Dam Zivchi. Now the diuk that the Gemara wanted to make over there was that yes, specifically if you slaughter this Korban Pesach or this animal that you had designated as a Korban Pesach, if you specifically slaughter it as a Shlamim during the rest of Pesach, then you're going to be violating the prohibition of those Sishchat al-Chametz Dam Zivchi. However, if you slaughter it Stam, well then you would be Potter. The assumption, the, the implication being that unless you specify that this Korban that you had set aside as a Pesach, you want to now slaughter as a Shlomim, unless you specify that specifically, it will remain a Korban Pesach. And if you slaughter it just Stam on Cholamoid, you're going to be Potter because you're Shechting a Korban Pesach, the shame Korban Pesach on some other day of the year. And therefore, it's not going to be Shechit, it's going to be possible and you will not be violating those Sishchat HaChamed Stam Zivchi. So, what do we see from there? That, um, that, uh, um, uh, right? That, right, that, that, unless you specifically slaughter this, uh, initial Pesach as a Shlamim, it remains a Pesach and that's where you're Potter. So, Bayakira. So then, Rabbi Bagamda said, no, 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 no. Really low Bayakira. Really, Mimele, a Korban Pesach becomes a Korban Shlom on its own. Well then, how come over here we seem to be saying that it remains a Pesach? He says, well, because this is specifically talking about a situation where the owners of the Korban Pesach became Tmemes, and therefore they were going to be doing Pesach Sheni. And therefore they were planning to still use this this Korban on Pesach for their Pesach Sheni. That's why it remained a Korban Pesach. But in general, we would say Lo Bayakira, and it would automatically become a shlomim. Okay, fine. That was sort of like a roundabout. We had to kind of reference what we learned a week and a half ago, but the point being that according to Bhagavad apparently the Maskan of the Gemara over there seemed to be saying that lo bayakir, 
that on its own the Pesach would become a Shlamim. The reason why it remained a Pesach in this case is because the people became Tamid, they were going to use this animal as their Pesach Sheni. But in general, by default, we would say lo by Akira, that on its own the Pesach would become a Shlamim. So what do we do with that, right? Because in the context of our Gemara, Rafuna said in the name of Rab, a statement that seemed to be saying lo by Akira. Then we brought a question based on the fact that we burn the Korban Pesach, that the by that the owners, that the group disbanded, that it must be mean Bayakir. So then we changed Ravuna Marab to say, okay, fine, you specifically have to shech the Shlam, the Asham, the Shame, all the skates, Mizbeach, so Bayakir, fine, we're going to agree Bayakir. But what about Rafriya Bargamda, who seemed to conclude 10 days ago that by default, lo Bayakir, it would Mimele become a, the Pesach would become a Shlam. So how does that fit into things? Right? So the Rafriya Bargamda, so who said 10 days ago that the reason why on Korban Pesach you would specifically have to shecht it as a shlamin in order to be over on the Dam if you have Pesach at home. That's specifically because this is talking about a, 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 a Korban Pesach that the owners were Tamri and they were going to still plan, they were still planning to use the same Korban for their Pesach Sheni. So Hayu Dubai Akira. So specifically in that case, you have to have Akira because it's still a Pesach. Haba'ama, but in general, Lobai Akira. You wouldn't require Akira. It would Mimela become a Shlam. Michael Memer. So how does that fit into things? The assumption there seems to be Lobai Akira. So, but then again, if you say Lobai Akira, then how does that fit into where we say that the Korban Pesach, that the group disbanded, if you slaughter it, you can burn it immediately because it's a psul aguf. But if we say lo bayakir, then memela shouldn't have been a shlamim and should need ibar tzura. Sa'alam ravuna b'edah of Yoshua, hachab ma'eskinu kegon shefrisho kodem chatzos. So it says ravuna b'edah of Yoshua, okay, fine. So really we'll say lo bayakir. And an animal memela becomes a different type of korban. And therefore, in the case of the korban Pesach, we would say that if you slaughter a korban Pesach, um, and then it turns out that the group disbanded, so Mimele, it should become a shlamim. Okay. Well, then how come you're going to burn it immediately? Well, how come my skin on here, what we're talking about by the korban Pesach, is that you had a group, and they had set aside before chatzot, before noon, they had set aside this animal to be their korban Pesach. And then the owners died. Okay, so not necessarily disbanded, but in this case, we're going to say the owners died after Chatzos. So it's a case of Nira Venitre, someone that's fit and then gets pushed off. Meaning, when the group designated this animal as a Korban Pesach, so they were always good. It was going to be a Korban Pesach. Now, after Chatzos, once already the Zman Shritas Korban Pesach begins, the owners died. So now you have this Korban Pesach that was a, that's fit to be a Korban Pesach, but now the owners died. So now it's no longer fit. So it's what's called Nira Venitre. It was fit and then it became, becomes pushed off, becomes unfit. Nira Venitre, and, uh, whenever you have a situation of something that was fit and then becomes unfit, Shuva Enochoza Venire, it can no longer become fit again. So then, so, so, Hunabre de Vishua wants to argue that that is why you burn this Korban Pesach 
that, I guess in this case, we want to say that the owners died, that you would burn it immediately. It's not because of Boya uh, Kira. No, it's because of a different technicality, which is, technically speaking, it's Nira Venidche and Shuvenu Nira, and it's Psula Guf, and you could burn it immediately. But the Gemara says, that's not a good answer, because Midi Wutaima Elalurav, one second. Who are we explaining over here? We're explaining the opinion of Rav, right? Rufuna said in the name of Rav that if you have this ashram, that you shechted it stam with the intention of an ola, ola's case, um, well, no, that would it make sense. No, you shechted it stam so you can use it as an ola's case mizbeach, meaning that um, Akira. So that's Rav's opinion of Akira. Now, how could you be explaining this ukimta by the Korban Pesach in order to make sense of what Rav said of Lo Akira, to be saying that by the Korban Pesach, it's talking about Nira Venidche, Rav himself says that live animals do not get Nidche. So this concept of Nira Venidche wouldn't apply here, wouldn't apply to a live animal that you had set aside before Chatzos, and then the owners died after Chatzos, since the animal's alive. Nira Venidche wouldn't apply. So therefore, it doesn't make sense to explain, you know, a Gemara that's trying to understand Rav's opinion by saying something that's against what Rav himself holds. So Elam or Papa. So rather says of Papa, Hamani Rabbiliazari. Domar Bikina Shokitachim Lishem Pesach Pasul. Davide Psula Bugufa. So says of Papa that okay. Really yes, um by Akira. Okay, so if we say low by Akira, so then Mimele the animal should become a shlamim, right? The answer is yeah. Yeah, that's correct. When, let's go back to our initial example uh, that we've been using that the group disbanded. So, once the group disbands, it becomes a shlamim. And when the owner slaughters this, uh, not the, when the person who slaughters the korban slaughters it, it, it's already a shlamim. The problem is that the person slaughtering the animal doesn't know that it's a shlamim. So he's basically slaughtering a shlamim, the shame Pesach. And Rabbi Eliezer's opinion is that if you slaughter a shlamim, the shame Pesach, it's possible. And therefore, because it's psula begufo, that's why you're going to burn it immediately. So, so let's read it again. This brisa, which says that during the week, if you slaughter this korban Pesach, then it turns out that the group had disbanded. So you would burn it immediately because it's psulo begufo. Well, that's specifically Rabbi Eliezer's opinion. The Amar who said, That if you slaughter a shlamim with the intention of a korban Pesach, on Arab Pesach it's possible. So here, the person slaughtering the this korban Pesach was slaughtering it as a korban Pesach. He didn't know that the group disbanded. So Memele was already, because the group disbanded, it was already a shlamim because lo akira. But the person slaughtering it was slaughtering it as a Pesach, so you're slaughtering a Shlamim, a Shem Pesach, and it's going to be Pesach, the Havali Psula Begufa, and it is a Psula Guf. Because you're slaughtering a Shlamim as a Pesach, it's a Psula Begufa, and therefore you sorry for Miyad. But the Gemara says, but that doesn't make sense, because V'i Rabbi Eliezer, he, Chatas Nami Mechayib. But one second, if it's Rabbi Eliezer, our Mishnah had said that you'd be Potter in this case, right? Meaning, our Mishnah said that if you slaughter a Korban Pesach on Shabbos, and then it turns out that the group disbanded, so you're potter. And on that we taught that it, but if it's during the week, you're gonna burn it immediately. 
We want to say that, yeah, why are you going to burn it immediately during the week? Because it's Rebbe Leezer who says that if you slaughter a shlom on the Shem Pesach, it's possible. But the thing is, Rebbe Leezer would also say that if you did it on Shabbos, you'd be high of a korban chatas. And over here in our Mishnah, he's saying that it's potter, right? Rebbe Leezer doesn't hold of the concept of to'abit var mitzvah is potter. And therefore, you made a mistake. It was a shlamim. You shechted it at the shame Pesach. Everybody else would say that you're chayev for that. And therefore, but our mission is saying that if you slaughter this korban Pesach and then it turns out that the group disbanded, you're going to be potter. So clearly then our Mishnah is not Rabbi Yezer, and therefore then when we say that, and it was taught that if this same thing happened during the week, you're going to burn it immediately, that must also not be Rabbi Yezer, because, you know, it was taught about the Mishnah. So if the Mishnah is Rabbi Yezer, then, you know, or let's say the other way, if that is Rabbi Yezer, then Mimele, the Mishnah would have to be Rabbi Yezer, but clearly the Mishnah isn't Rabbi Yezer, because we're saying that he's Potter. So the Tirgama Rav Yosef, Breder of Sal Chasida, Kamida of Papa, so rather Rav Yosef, Breder of Sal Chasida, explained it in front of a Papa, Mm-hmm. And this seems to be the accepted answer, which is that who is the author of this b'risa, which says that you burn it immediately, right? That during the week, if the um, owners disbanded this and, and the Korban Pesach was slaughtered, you would burn it immediately. It is Yosef ben Chonai. The Tanan, as we learn in the Mishnah, Yosef ben Chonai, Omer, that if you slaughter some other kind of korban with the intention of a korban Pesach or a korban Chatas, then they are psulim. So therefore here, we say Lobay Akira, and when the group disbanded, the Pesach becomes a shlamim. And now this fellow who slaughtered the, this animal was slaughtering a shlamim as a korban Pesach, and Yosef ben Chunai says that that would be possible, and therefore because it's psula begufo, you have to burn it immediately. But Yosef and Chonai, when it comes to Tabad um, Var um, Mitzvah, he holds like Rabbi Yoshua, that you'd be potter. And therefore, on Shabbos, when you slaughter this uh, animal, which is really a shlamim, and you're slaughtering it the shame Korban Pesach, so it's Tabad Var Mitzvah, and therefore you're going to be potter, according to Yosef and Chonai. But during the week, because it was, um, you're shechting a shlamim with the intention of a korban pesach, then it's going to be possible and it's psulu bagufo and you're going to burn it immediately. And therefore, so where are we at? We're at that lobay akira, that when an animal sort of changes statuses, it changes statuses immediately. And therefore, you know, the asham, memele, you, if you slaughter it, it can work as an olas ketzim's The korban pesach, when the group disbands, memele becomes Ashlamim, you don't have to do anything. And the reason why we say that you're going to burn it immediately if it's during the week is because you're slaughtering Ashlamim, because it came, became Ashlamim immediately, you're slaughtering it, the shame Korban Pesach, and it's like Yosef ben Chonai who says that it's Psulo Begufo, and therefore you're going to burn it immediately. Ravashi Amar says Ravashi, Rav Amar ben Baroka. Okay, Ravashi wants to argue that Rav, who says, um, Loba Yakira, Holds like Rabbi Shmuel ben Oshav Yochanan ben Broka. What does he say? Titania, as we learn in the Brisa. Rabbi Shmuel ben Oshav Yochanan ben Broka. Omer, im yeshaus bayom, leidem mashchu bayim sedeim. That if there would be enough time during the day to know if the to do some research and figure out if the owners 
had abandoned the Korban Pesach. Oshemesu, or maybe they died, Oshinitmu, or maybe they became Tomei, Chayev. Well, in that case, you're going to be Chayev. So if you're Shechnik on Pesach on Shabbos, and there was still enough time in the day to do research to find out if, in fact, the group disbanded, and then you didn't do the research and you slaughtered it, and it turns out that the group disbanded, you actually are going to be Chayev, or Korban Chatas. The two birds also, and if it's Biotsa the Vesa Seifa. Now, if it was during the week, however, so then we would say that don't burn it immediately, rather just let it go to the base. Rather, um, you know, let it wait overnight and then take it out to burn it. My timer. How come if it's during the week, would you not burn it immediately? Rather, you would, you know, let it wait overnight and then burn it. Is it not because of like what Rav is saying that Lobayakira that Memela the Pesach became a Shlomim and because it became a Shlomim so since you were uh, slaughtering it after the Tamish Shobin Arabayim it's no good but it's not really Pesulah Begufo so to Uber Tzura Kilo that that whole thing so so the, so Ravashi wants to say that Rav who says Lobayakira Says like Rabbi Shmuel, Benosh Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka, who he wants to argue, also says Lo Akira and Memela, the Pesach becomes a Shlamim. And that is why, um, he says that you need to let it wait overnight and you can only burn it the next day. So the Gemara answer is Mimai. Ravashi, who, who says that Rabbi Shmuel, Benosh Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka necessarily is saying that it requires Ibrat Surah because of Lo Akira. Dilma, maybe the reason why he's saying that it requires Ibratsura is Mishum, the Savala, Kitanadve, Rav Baravua. Maybe Rabbi Shmabun Shah Yochanan Ben Broko holds like was taught in the base Majid of Rabba Baravua. The Amra Filu Pigl Nami by Ibratsura. That even Pigl, even even Psulo Bigufo requires Ibratsura. The Yalaf Avun Avun Minoser. That you learn out oven oven from Noser, right? That um, that um, meaning. So it could be that Rabbi Shmuel ben Oshar Rabbi Yochanan ben Broka Taka holds um, Ba'i um, Akira, and therefore it remains a korban pesach, and therefore the psul is psula begufo. Well, then why did why why does he say that to Ubatsura and not Yisarif Miyad? Well, because maybe he holds like. They taught by the base message of Rabbi Baravua that even um, things like pigol, even things that are mamish psula begufo, you have ibratsura, you don't burn immediately. The elote because if you don't say like this, nitmu bailim ma'ikilameimar. Because in a situation of nitmu bailim, right? Because Rabbi Shmuel ben Oshar Mabroka said that in all three cases, right? If uh, whether the Owners became Tame, whether the owners died, whether the group disbanded. In all three cases, if there was time to research it during the day, and you didn't, so then we'll say that you're going to be Chayav Korban Chatas and Shabbos. And if it was during the week, you're going to have Ibu Tzura. Now, if it was Nitmi'u um, Bailim, right, that they became Tame, well then, if we're saying that it's a matter of... Um, What's it called? By Akira, uh, low by Akira, that it doesn't need an Akira, and therefore Mamela became a Shlamim. And because it became a Shlamim, that's why we're saying Ibratsura. But what about 
in the case of when they became Tameh. When they became Tameh, so it remains a Korban Pesach because they're going to use it for Pesach Sheni. So Michael Mimur, Havadai, by Akira. In the situation of where they became Tameh, certainly it would remain a Korban Pesach until you designate it as something else. Dom Rebchiyabar Gamda, Nizukam and Pichabur, Kagon Shayu Bailam Tameh Mes, Vinitchul Pesach Sheni. Because after all, Rebchiyabar Gamda said, that the situation 10 days ago, where we say Bayek here, was specifically because since they were, the owners were Tameh, they were going to bring a Pesach Sheni, it remains a Korban uh, Pesach. So in that case, it wouldn't be an issue of, right, we, we wouldn't be able to apply um, Lo Bayek In that case, Dafka Bayek here. Rather, it makes sense, like we initially said, which is that like Rabbi Yossi ben Chonai, that we could say, Lo Akira, and the Pesach Memele becomes a Shlamim, but the thing is that he shechted it, the Shlamim, the Shem Pesach, that's why it's Psul Begufa, that's why you serve Miyad. Don't bring a proof from that, right? don't, don't, don't try to say that Rabbi Shmuel ben Osh, Rabbi Yochanan Mabroka holds Lo Akira like Rav. Wow, that was a complex page, right? Like, you really had to move slowly there on the fine Gimel, but um, Daf Ayin Dalit I think should be a little bit easier which is nice so that was Daf Ayin Gimel so at the beginning we discussed like Makako Bachabura that you know the question was when you slaughter the Korn Pesach on Shabbos you know let's say Shalola Ochlov or something like what, what's if you say Makako Bachabura that if you make a you know wound but you're only damaging you're not creating any positive value so then you're going to be Potter what, what positive value is over here why, why is it going to be Chayv so we explained because the Corbin, once they moor and go to the Mizbeach, they don't take him down. We kind of explained how whenever you're going to be chayv in these cases, it's always going to be sort of a positive outcome. And then we got up to this really big suga of Bay Akira, right? That um, Rav seems to be saying low Bay Akira. And the, the general vibe, uh, the, the general conclusion seems to be in accordance with Rav. That when you have an animal, and it's one kind of animal, and for whatever reason, right, one kind of Corbin, and for whatever reason it becomes a different kind of Corbin, that change happens automatically. You don't actually have to specifically change it. It happens kind of automatically. We saw that in the case of Rab, when you had an Asham, that for whatever reason you offered a different Asham instead. So now what happens to the first one? So the first one, automatically, if you just kind of slaughtered it without any specific intention, you can use it for all us case as Be'ah. We saw in the case of a Korban Pesach, that if the group disbanded or the owners died or everybody became Tameh, so then, well, maybe not in the case of where it became Tameh, that would probably be more complicated, but uh, because it would remain a Pesach, but Otherwise, Memele becomes a, a Shlomim, and if you slaughter it in the Shem Pesach, it's going to be uh, Psula Begufo, and you start from Yad, you're going to burn it immediately. Um, so that was essentially the Maskana that we got to. Along the way, we had other types types of Ukimtas, but they were rejected. Um, let's leave it at that. Okay, well, that was the fine Gimel. Hope you enjoyed it. Peace out.